Good cop, bad cop. Which one are you? In this episode, we're going to explore an opportunity Brody has. We're going to talk about negotiating tactics and using the quote-unquote investor committee, aka your spouse, right? The wife. Um, we're also going to talk about using an LLC to help protect identity and some of the things, blunders that we've experienced there. Um, I'm going to give you an update on uh, cashing my insurance claim check. Going to talking about creative financing in quote the real world. You're going to understand what that means. And today, I found five thousand dollars. That's what we're going to talk about today. And if you want to chat about anything here in season four, send me a text, 205-249-0248. This is episode number 185 of the W2 Capitalist podcast. I used to do it all the time as a con uh, working with contractors. Uh, I made Trina the bad person. Um, you know, I'd always, you know, because I learned that from doing construction is like there's always a higher power that has the ultimate reign over everything so that yeah. way you still relate to that person and and talk to that person and and get things done but uh if you had this you know far off person or 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 whatever that can um you know who holds Overrule. the final call yeah. then then you can still you know get what you want and relate still be on the same page with them and relate with them and stuff a little trick of a trade i've like i've heard that with people that self-manage properties they just tell the tenants that i'm the manager you know even if they're the owner yep. you know let me talk to the owner see what he says i'm, 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 I'm doing do that with that. one of our properties on our fourplex the property manager that i fired and got copies of the contract he has my name uh, on all the lease agreements. Really? Not the LSA? Not yeah. yet. Well, no, it has both. He has uh, Jay Helms okay. doing business as the LLC. And I'm like, you mm-hmm. fucked hard. He screwed that up. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I had a, a, I'm not, this is why I'm going to do like umbrella policy for everything. But for the next couple of rentals we buy, we're just going to close on our own name just because it's easier. Yep. Um, and get an umbrella policy because like I had an attorney set up an LLC, but they like left my personal address on there and I gave him like a PO box to put. And it was just like, wow. All right. Well, it was worth a shot. Here's 1600 bucks. Go fuck off now, you know, or whatever. You can change it. Just fucking... Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I don't think yeah. it could be a PO box as a, a physical address though. So it's why does it have, so what physical address do I put it on? on the property itself you know where do i leave it as my house i don't really oh. care i mean if somebody wants to come and fight me i mean just okay <laughs> you, here's here's a trick to get around the whole p.o box don't put p.o box just put unit number and your p.o box number oh most people when they say unit number like oh okay that's an apartment no mm-hmm. it's not. i mean that's how we get around it Freaking, a lot of people use like the UPS little nuggets little boxes yeah. you know because yep. it's got a physical address yeah and that's that's the thing is um ups says if you want to like put it down as a mailing address like just put it down and we'll like sort it for you you know some another step for the person working behind the desk so i get that but you know there's also um the group that we use to forward our mail to while we're gone it's called i postal it's like 10 bucks a month for a mailbox and then when stuff shows up they scan it in or take a picture of it 
and say, hey, what do you want us to do with this? Do you want to throw it away? Do you want us to scan it in so you can see the full document? Or do you want us to forward it to you? That kind of thing. That Super is cheap. solid. How much is yeah. that? It's like 10 bucks a month for the box. And then you... Oh, Jesus. I'm getting rid of freaking USPS then. Yeah. Yeah. That's like 200 something bucks for a box. And it's like this big. And forget UPS. Holy shit. Have you ever priced a PO box there? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. They're they're crazy. I'll fucking... I'm canceling mine this year wow. then. Yeah. The next year, yeah. the renewal, it's gone. I'll do that. Well, I get, yeah. a, I get a scan for for my house like i get a scan of like what's coming in that day before it even shows up really what for usps yeah wow i know it's coming before it's coming so man mobile the mobile ahead of the times yeah this is like the king of that could have been an email you know yeah 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 send me the email (laughs) why do we use paper letters anymore then again like direct mail still is like still works like crazy so yeah you know y'all know the meme where where uh it's it talks about uh no i can't fax that to you from where i'm from they're like where are you from i'm like well i'm the 21st century (laughs) i literally had somebody ask me to fax them something uh yesterday oh dude come down yeah alabama's all about anything like no let's not no i take that back that was today i was Okay, I I found five thousand dollars today. You guys want to hear this? Yeah, yes. I do. So, <laughs> so I don't know. A year ago, when BBVA was bought out by PNC Bank, right? Mm-hmm. So I had all my accounts were at BBVA. I had done business with them for a couple of decades, and then P, PNC shows up on the scene. They announced its acquisition the day they were going to convert everything over. Was the like I didn't have access to any of my accounts, couldn't pay online bills for personal business or anything for like three or four weeks. Right. I had no access whatsoever. And every time I needed something, I would call in, of course they're, you know, longer than normal wait times, whatever. I'd go in the branch, the branch closest to me, they couldn't do anything. I'd had to go downtown to downtown Pensacola. And I went down to downtown Pensacola and I thought I was walking into a war zone. People were screaming, yelling. I mean, it was, it was horrible. So I made the decision there. I was like, all right, I'm going to move everything. Like, I'm, I want to I'm scream gonna, and yell too. I'm going to scream <laughs> and yell. I was like, no, no, no. Because I, I used to be in that that uh, that role of, you know, a change agent, bringing in new software, you know, new stuff. So I, I kind of get it. But I knew kind of what was ahead for the employees and for the companies. I was like, I, I'm just going to go change. And apparently I left a couple of accounts open and I didn't know this. And we nice. got back and I, I've been, I kept getting this, emails from the people who get our mail i'm like why is pnc still sending me stuff like why are they still sending me this and um so i take my statements up there to the bank and they're like hey we hadn't seen you in a while i was like how's the acquisition going they're like yep still not good (laughs) and uh so i showed them the statements and i was like i don't know why i'm getting these statements i thought i'd close these out and um and uh showed her both both accounts she goes no they're they're still active there's this amounts in here and it was a total between the two accounts about five grand so i was like i i need to close those out i'll go ahead and take that thank you yep yeah, yeah. so we got two cashiers checks close it out and then um the story i told you guys about the the insurance claim where the insur- uh the lawyer wrote the check out to me and yeah. bbva compass i took that with me 
Uh, and I was like, can we do anything with this? And she was like, no, we can't because, uh, I, I can't sign that because we're no longer BBVA. Like it has to say PNC on it and, or it has to say, and, or assigns. Right. So like, like we do on, on real estate contracts sometimes. And she goes, the way that's worded, I, I can't sign it. It's like, it's what I thought. So now the, the lawyer, I, I told him kind of what happened. And he's like, well, if you got a mortgage on it, we, we need to name the mortgagee. I was like, no, you don't. They're not involved in the case whatsoever. Like they don't right. even know this is going on. Um, it's a bank out of California. Like you mail me a check. What am I supposed to do with it? How are they going to endorse it from California? Do I fax it to them? Why like does what, the mortgagee have to, I've never, I've had a couple insurance claims on rental properties. I don't know. I've never had it in uh, mortgagee. I on, think on this the attorney, it, it, again, this goes back to the Lloyd's of London conversation. These are yeah, the folks representing the Lloyd's of London. They're being dicks. Make it super hard. Super difficult. Yeah. So you give up. Yeah. So you give up, never cash the check, but oh no. No, no, I'm not they giving up. They're dealing with no, sir. No quitters in this group. <laughs> Maybe you can cash it on the black market. I thought I was hoping they would cash it today, and then because I'd already made a request to reprint it and see what they would do, and then, um, but yeah, it's not going to cash or can't be deposited. The the lady at the bank said, "Look, we we can write you something up. Says this account no longer exists, and we can't do anything with it. Would that help you?" I was like. No, it would not. I don't. Man, I can't believe they wouldn't just do it though. But I, I don't know. I, I, uh, you know, the whole acquisition thing. I think it's got the employees scared. They're down to minimum staff in that branch. They, they took away like they had like lobby music, you know, mm -hmm. in there. They took that away, so it's like dead space. Ah, horrible. Uh, they made them take everything down off the walls. There's no pictures or anything what? on the wall. I, it is, it is like gruesome. Like, man, are y'all closing up shop? I probably so because everybody, not everybody, a lot of people left because of how bad the acquisition was. I hate it for them. Nice ladies who live in, uh, who live in there, who uh, work in there, but man, mm. yeah, it's bad. But I was super excited. Found five grand. Brody, we're already yawning, bro. Yeah. Sorry. You've been up since 3.30 this morning. That's true. Five o'clock. Oh, thanks, man. I'll never understand like the the crazy. Yeah, I mean, I get capitalism, right? Like it makes sense, but like why Hopefully, take away the music? And, like, keep keep your customer, like I mean, keep your customers happy. Like that's not rule number one. Like, yeah. no, come on, Jamie. They don't need us. <sighs> They do though. They, they just don't realize they do. No, they don't need us. They don't they're, need us. They're gonna make money no matter what. That's what they care about. Making money, not no, that's it. That's what I'm saying. It's it's such a different mindset there. Um because I had the branch manager is the one who has to endorse the check and was telling me, Hey, we can't can't do that. Did we lose Jamie? No, no I'm here. Sorry, what happened? My he's just he's very he's I'm not here. moving. What the hell oh. happened? Um but I She's the one I was working with to trying to figure out this whole check deposit thing and, uh, making small talk. She goes, well, we hadn't seen you in a while. What, what have you been up to and whatnot? And, and I was like, well, actually one of the things that's happened, <clears throat> I was like, if you run into people that you guys can't close who are buying investment properties and I start telling them about W2 cap capital and, uh, and <laughs> she was like, well, tell me more about that process. Cause I don't really understand it. 
And so basically we just, we provide bridge term loans, short-term loans for people who are want to buy a property investment property quicker than the bank typically can do. And then we work with fixing flippers and stuff like that. And she goes, okay, so you provide funding for them. And then they come over into the real world. The real world. I was like, wow. It's like, wow, that, okay. Yeah. It's totally. I mean, people get, I, don't, I, I tell I people it. how I finance <laughs> properties all the time and they're just like, what? Yeah. Like, you do what? It's like, yeah. Like I, I come to you. It's about to get crazy. Oh yeah. It's like, I'll come to oh, you yeah. and say, Hey, Joe, give me a loan for 120 grand and I'll pay you 12% interest or whatever the number is. Right. And then I take that money and I go fix a property. And then at the end of when we sell it or whatever we do with it, refinance it, I pay you your principal plus interest. And they're just like, people do that. It's like, yeah, yeah, all day. I literally like pitched that to one of the sellers I've been working on for like two years. He's just like a really tired landlord running all over the place. I was like, I'll give you whatever you want within reason. Of course, you know, if you give me that sweet 2% interest rate again, banks are stupid as hell right now. No yeah. investment properties make a single lick of sense, my partner. And uh, he was like, yeah, it makes sense. He's like, and I'm like, you're just trying to get some retirement for income. Like, when are we doing this? I can give you Love a big it. chunk of money. It's going to be yeah. really low. But if you want to do it pay you the old time. 2020 way, we talk <laughs> in 2% interest rates. I can give you a billion dollars for this property. I was joking, of course. But like, you know. Come Dude, on, honestly, man. though, honestly, and then, though, and then like, banks too. Like, that's why we ended up closing. Um, you know, we ended up closing our investment property this year in our own name because, like, the LLC, even though I have it like seasoned, I didn't have like a tax return for last year. So it's like, ah, there's not two years of uh, I'm like, it's uh, a sole proprietorship, so it right, doesn't really matter. Yeah. Like, and they're like, nah, I can't do the loan. I'm like, Jesus, okay. Um, all right, well, Sugar Mama Caitlin was deployed, so we used her, you know, here's your here's a Here's the two pay stubs, I guess, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Are you familiar with DSCR loans, Brody? Yeah. I was trying to find some. I I was kind of frantically searching for funding and uh, this was the, that one was the first one that popped off and was really smooth. So like, yeah, it was the smoothest one, but yeah, I'm, I'm still working on, on funding. Like there's this deal that I had come across the table today and it was another one of those. I just want to pay this thing off of what I owe. Um, so like it's probably worth 180 175 and they're just like just give us 110 so we can move and i said okay it's not quite the 70 percent rule because it needs 5 10 grand worth of work gotcha. um according to what they're saying but i'm just like it's not the 70 percent minus repairs you know it needs to be more like in an 80 or 90 range so it's just like how do i because they're like giving me 60 grand essentially if i had all my own money i'd just be like okay yeah yeah I'm going to come out and take a look, make sure I could do this, but yeah, we'll close in a week and then go over here. You guys move out and I'm going to just clean it up, paint it and relist it. There you go. You know, for 165 so I can cool the market off a little bit, you know, <laughs> get that thing actually <laughs> sold fast. But there's like 50, you know, 50 K meter on the bone there. Yeah. And, you know, if everything is what they say they are, you know, they're like, oh yeah, we had the roof sealed last year. We got a new heating unit in there and all this other stuff. I'm like, seems like a pretty solid. Why don't you just listen to like, we don't want to deal with like selling the house. We just want to get it done. I'm like, why don't I make it a rental? And I did the whole thing. You know, I was like, can I just take over your mortgage? They're like, well, we can't. Cause it's, you know, my disability is going to go away if I'm, mm. if I own two properties. And I said, fuck. All right. Um, Sounds like they, sounds like some... you just need to sell. <laughs> I was yeah. like, all yeah. right. What's your, what's your number on that? What makes it work for you? 
like I said, I w I'm just from what I'm hearing, because like I could use a 90? kitchen upgrade. So I was like, yeah, at, at one like 180 ARV, if you put a new kitchen in there, floors and paint, maybe like 20K rehab tops, I would have to be at like 85. Offer you know? that, man. I, I, I can did. fund you for I that. Said, he said, I said no. realistically, yeah, they're like, we owe 110, so we can't do that. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Actually, they owe 115, and they said they'd sell it for 110 if we paid the closing costs. So I was like, shit. Mm. Those are the frustrating ones. Like, there's got to be something you can do with those. And I've had a couple of those. You're like 10 grand off. You yeah, know, and it's just so weird. Like, what is like, fuck, how do we make that work? Yeah, but it is tough when you got to pay off the mortgage, right? You know, and they can't, yeah. they can't subject to or anything else. But there, there's, but a, get, there's a way. You could get somebody to come in as a second lien, right? They give you, they give you uh, 20, 20 to 30, whatever to do the rehab. And ever how you work that out with them, that's up, that's between you two, right? Yeah, yeah, that that's the way of looking at it, but it doesn't solve like the seller's problem. Does that make sense? Well, you, no, no, no. You still offer them one one ten, whatever the case is, right? And you close on it, and then you've got the twenty k to work with uh, from your partner, right? And they either they're a debt partner, an equity partner, just somebody who's who's willing to take a second lien position. Mm. see what i'm saying yeah. yeah yeah but i don't know a lot of guys that are willing to pick it up for 110 as a wholesaler you know even and like as a wholesaler i need to get it even lower than that. I'd be picking ah, stuff up i got between you 50 and 60 so yeah make your cut i i was thinking you were going to take it on as a flip yourself that could be one though i mean you could potentially make a rental you know if you find a, a second position equity partner that wants to be in it long-term with you. That's willing to leave some money in the deal. You know, you still, you're what's, what's 75% of that. Of 180. Yeah. Um, 135. Yeah. So you're fine at 110, you're putting 20 (laughs) in it. You know, you're right. You're right there on a cash out. Jamie, you look like you have the Hitler stash going on. (laughs) That little guy. I need to turn. Brody, it's a Brody shadow, heard man. none of that. I got to turn it up. Turn up my turn up my lighting. Did did was that us? What happened? Is that better? No, it's just I got this little concave thing, and it just like gets ah, right there. It's a shadow. Yeah, just a little shot. There you go. <laughs> I don't know how to make it go away. <laughs> He's got Definitely the Charlie not. Chaplin going Definitely on. Definitely not a Hitler fan. <laughs> Yeah, we'll call it Charlie Champlin. Sorry. I didn't there you know. go. Right. Y'all should have seen me in college. I used to have the flavor saver. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you just called it that. That's uh you that I think the first time I've heard that was at Capcom and you and David were about there talking about that. Oh really? Yes. That was the first yeah. time ever. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh yeah. Oh man. Greasy. Sorry. Might have to cut that out. <laughs> please uh no college sorry for dropping my internet off did you hear what i said though brody um no so even if you offer them 110 and you put 20 in it and you keep it as a rental you're at that 75 percent arv to cash out refi have no money in the deal no shit no i didn't think about that so i know i know your primary strategy is wholesaling but don't let a good deal get away that you could potentially hold with no money in it right but as a rental it's only going to make like a like 950 bucks uh it would be short term yeah see what i'm saying 
might be a like okay short-term rental but it's also in a flood zone so that just jacks up those Ooh, numbers too insurance yeah negative ghost rider yeah, yeah. Trina, uh, Trina i don't know totally doesn't like buying places in flood zones i did it was a good it was a good conversation all around though like i think the acquisitions call went really well because like they were like oh we're really like eight feet above sea level i'm like yeah but it's still on a flood zone right yeah what are, what are my better flips because I, I hit him with a comp that i saw up the road you can't turn that video well, off. i mean i'm not saying it's it doesn't have legs turn that video off really <laughs> dude there's there's too many people on the internet right now you gotta upgrade that internet dude i have it on keep those guests uh gigablast i have it it's just do you cock sucks cox yeah <laughs> uh, i want them to hear this podcast i gotta uh, go did you guys know that i picked up a new sponsor hard. Oh. yeah it's cox cox business <laughs> yeah doubtful i doubt it your background <laughs> When you leave a review, and I hope you do, don't forget to tell us who you are and leave five stars. That's from Dirty Jobs Micro. Listen, guys, if you're interested in exploring any of the products or services that I use to make my real estate investing career easier, or you want to explore joining us in the W2 Capitalist community where you can uh, hang out with guys like myself, Brody, Jamie, and Jeff on a routine basis, they're going to be, there's going to be a link somewhere in the description or uh, comments or something like that, wherever you're watching or listening to this podcast. But as promised, if you have any questions whatsoever, or you feel like I can help you in anything we talk about here today on this episode or any of the previous episodes, send me a text. Uh, I was going to say, give me a call, but chances are, if you're not in my phone book, I'm not going to answer. Uh, so send me a text. Let me know what episode you're li listening to and how I can potentially help you. We'll find a time to get on a call. Okay. My cell phone number is 205-249-0248.